was an impossible situation. We had no money coming in, only bills. Debt collectors would call and say, if you're a Christian, you have to pay your obligations. I put up with that until I realized that I didn't have to answer their calls. Others would say, why did you let yourself get into this position? God would never lead you into an impossible place like this. But God always leads people in impossible places if they let him. And sometimes he leads them into impossible places because it's the only way they'll see him, get to know him, and learn to trust him. He led the disciples into a storm for the express purpose of showing them that he is the master of creation and he knows how to teach us to know him and trust him. Right now, America is in an impossible place. President-elect Biden is in bed with China's Communist Party. There is clear evidence of massive voter fraud that is not being heard by the courts, and the media is complicit in denying our democracy our right to much-needed unbiased information. However, the creator of the universe is someone that the conspirators of an American revolution never factored in. The impossible has always been a stage upon which God is revealed. We have an Australian shepherd, a two-year-old Aussie. She's very energetic, devoted, and exceptionally smart, which is a good thing because she's also very persistent. She is bonded to both of us and is very protective, yet she loves strangers. As I'm preparing this message, she's sitting by my chair looking up at me and wanting some comfort. She gets this way every time my wife leaves the house. Josie is very attached to my wife, so much so that if I give her a hug, Josie immediately starts barking and nipping at my arm. But when my wife leaves, she's concerned, anxious, and looking for support. Go get your ball, Josie. Where's your ball, I'll say. Usually, she immediately goes on the hunt for it, puts it on my chair if I'm not paying attention, and is very athletic when chasing it. She'll run up under a frisbee, jump up, and catch it in the air no matter how hard I throw it, even when it's pitch dark. But this is serious now. Mom is gone and she won't have anything to do with playing with her toys. It's like she's thinking, we've got a crisis here, it's not time to play games and enjoy life. But I know something that she's very unsure of. I know my wife is coming home soon. There's no concern necessary in this terrible crisis. She's now sitting in my wife's favorite chair looking at the door. Could she be praying? They say Aussies learn from watching us and they're very sensitive to their master's voice, mannerisms, and moods. If I'm working on the computer and just give a little sigh, just a deep breath expelled, she'll immediately respond with anxious concern. Then she'll want to come up in my lap for comfort. It's almost amusing to watch. Last night, I started to write out this morning's podcast about the evidence of the overwhelming amount of voter fraud in this presidential election. It's astounding how obvious the treason has become, yet equally astounding how many people choose to believe the biased media instead. Our nation's future and that of our children is at great peril. But wasting my breath on the subject for a whole podcast just didn't sit well with me. When I awoke this morning and saw that seven states had cast electoral ballots for President Trump, yet the major media was all saying that their efforts were impossible, I sensed God settling my heart and saying, Don't worry, I've got this. I was pacing back and forth emotionally, just like our Aussie, when something in the house is out of place. 
Something's very wrong to her and something's very wrong to me. Yet both of these seemingly impossible positions are perfect stages for a lesson in faith. My wife coming back soon and God going to handle this situation in America. Yet neither my dog nor I know how he's going to do it. You see, the impossible is close to the only way that a supernatural God reveals himself. If men can explain it, work it out, and fix it themselves, then they're the ones to be trusted, and impossibilities don't really exist. When Jesus' birth was announced, the question was, how can this be? The angel said, with God, nothing is impossible. A supernatural, all-powerful, wise, and universe-creating God like ours can never be satisfactorily revealed by human intelligence or capacity alone. Our preaching, education, science, and emotion can only help express what's happening or going to happen when God shows up. All of biblical history reveals God showing up in men's pain, almost always because of pain that is the result of their own sin. When the prophesied death of Jesus was fulfilled, the disciples fled for fear and went back to their old life career, fishing. It was over. They tried and failed to keep Jesus from going to his death, but God had a much better plan. There was no need to panic, to declare a doomsday scenario, and scribble out their last will and testament. And that was okay with God, because you see, he uses darkness itself to defeat darkness. He doesn't need our help taking care of our problems, nor does he need us to figure out how he's going to make himself known. And he certainly doesn't need the permission of the politicians, courts, or the media. When Lazarus was sick, Jesus was told about it, yet he waited until everyone was exasperated and Lazarus was dead. If you had only been here earlier, his sister said, he wouldn't have died. But I've learned that God is always late, but he's always on time. It's how he works to make it clear, I'm really here. I do exist, and my word is true. But it's my world, my way, and my glory, not yours. Nothing has to be the way you think it has to be. Don't have any expectations of your own. My ways and thoughts are higher than yours. You don't have to know how I'm going to fix anything to have faith that I will do it. Too many of us think we have to see how God is going to fix something before we'll believe that he's going to do it. But that's not faith. He wants us to believe he exists, that he cares, and that he really is in charge. Rest in it. Go ahead and play ball with your master, even when that one or that thing that you love has left for a short time. God just asks for a little humility. Pride says God is dead. Anxiety says, I need to figure this out. If it persists after God has shown up, that's when men have got a real problem and they would do well to be afraid. When God shows up and settles this issue of the presidential election, Christians are still going to have a very large job to do. They need to tell the world what God has done and what he wants so they don't keep making the same mistakes that got us here. Now, don't read anything into what I'm saying will happen or won't happen. Just know this. With the cliff that our nation now rests on, God is about to show up. He's up to something. 
he's about to reveal himself. When Israel was supernaturally delivered from Egypt, God's word was fulfilled. Then, when Israel failed to believe him in their wilderness journey and they all died not receiving the promise, again God's word was fulfilled. Believe and be blessed. Don't believe and suffer unavoidable loss. But either way, God's word will be proved true and he will be revealed according to his word. Remember Mary's word at the angel's announcement of a savior. Be it done unto me according to thy word. In case you missed it, the message is clear and simple today. Trust God and rest in his control over the impossibilities in your life and your nation. To be clear, we must pray. But pray in faith and learn to be thankful for our God's promise to watch over us. Perhaps we still need to learn to dance on the right side of the Red Sea.